welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi everyone, this is Natalina, your host and founder of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to be speaking with Amy Burks, also known as the Strategy Ninja. She's going to be diving in to how to get your business up and running and continuously moving while ditching all of the hustle that's often associated with building your business. She just wrote an incredible international Amazon best-selling book called The Hustle-Free Business. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned and listen to this episode and share it with anybody that you know, because at the end, Amy is going to provide a free gift for our listeners, and it's something you do not want to miss. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Amy, thank you so much for joining us today here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's an honor to have you on the show. I always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guests. So can you tell us about yourself and what you do? Absolutely. Thank you, um, by the way, Netta, for having me. I'm super excited to be here and to be talking to your awesome audience. So uh, I am Amy Burks, and I am known as the Strategy Ninja. Um, the author of the international best-selling book, Hustle Free Business. I help entrepreneurs and coaches to remove the hustle from their marketing so that they can actually enjoy it. Um, but you didn't think that marketing could be fun, but it can be. Um, and it can also be effective at the same time. And so that's kind of the short answer to what I do and what my, what my business is about. Um, would you like me to go into more detail or do you have other questions for me? I'm sure. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit more. I'm curious as to how you got into this field um, to begin with and what kind of geared you towards this path of, you know, non-hustle within the marketing world. Yeah, it's a great story. So um, I'm sorry, great, great question. So I have always had what I refer to as a GPS brain. Um, I can see anytime anybody's ever shared with me a thing that they wanted to create, even like, you know, back to being five years old in the neighborhood with the kids and somebody saying, let's have a lemonade stand. Like as soon as I know what it is that we're trying to create, I instantly see a map form in my brain of all the ways that we could do it. So I'm like, yes, I know exactly where we're going to put the lemonade stand. I know what the sign's going to look like. I know what flavor of crystal light we're going to buy. And this is how we're going to mix it. And this is what we're going to tell people to sell it. And so that's just how my brain works naturally. Um, and so I have a background, um, obviously, right? Like it makes sense. I ended up in a background uh, in corporate doing strategy and project management for a fortune 25 financial company for years. And, um, but it never really occurred to me that, that this GPS brain thing was something that was always with me. And so when I decided that uh, I wanted to be an entrepreneur, um, which came about, by the way, because back when I was five years old and I was helping the kids in the neighborhood create their lemonade stand, I always knew that I was here to do more. And I would imagine that for many of your listeners, that's probably a sentiment that they can get on board with too, feeling like there's something more for me in this lifetime. I don't, maybe I don't really know what it is yet, but I know that I'm here to do bigger things. Um, and so that was me for my whole life. And I kind of took a circuitous path, trying different things out, different jobs, different, you know, hobbies, different interests, and, um, and tried lots and lots and lots of things. And 
ultimately it's great because it like prepared me perfectly to do what I do today, but it seemed kind of random and haphazard at the time. And so because I knew that I was intended to do more, every job that I took, I was always like, okay, is this the thing that's going to like make you feel ultimately super fulfilled and like I'm making a, you know, a big impact in the world. And every time I'd be like, "Uh, not really. Um, So then I'd seek out something else and try something else. And so in my strategy job, I had like this enviable, enviable job, like, you know, it's a company of 250,000 team members and, you know, a hundred thousand of them would have killed to have my job because I had, you know, flexibility of, of time and I had the best boss in the world and I could work from anywhere and you know I wasn't having to sell anything it was just this like great really awesome support role and so I like tried to convince myself that this was the thing that was gonna help me like fulfill this I'm here to do more in this lifetime story and um and I just finally got to the point where I couldn't convince myself anymore that it was because it really wasn't and so um entrepreneurship kind of came into my onto my radar um more heavily then. And, and I thought, well, I'm really, really great at giving people advice, whether they want it or not. So maybe I'll be a coach. I could totally be a coach. Um, and I kind of stalled because I thought I, you know, I thought I could do that, but I figured that like I needed all these credentials in order to be a coach. And, uh, and so what finally happened was, um, I put the brakes on the idea until I could like figure out how to figure it out, right? was like my story. I got to figure it out, figure out how to make it happen, figure out how to be credible so that people would hire me. And um, I got a note from the universe. Um, Do you get those emails from Mike Dooley, those notes from the universe emails? I don't. Oh, they're great. They're just these like really fun, inspiring little emails that uh, Mike Dooley, who's a, you know, a thought leader, um, he was in the movie The Secret. Anyway, he sends these out and he sent out an email one day and I got this email that said, um, gave me an invitation to come and get certified as an infinite possibilities trainer. And I was like, well, I would love to do that. Like teach people how to manifest what they want and like, you know, teach this curriculum. That would be amazing. I could totally do that. And it would make me credible as a coach and I could start my business. So off I go to this conference. It happened to be in Denver where I was living at the time and I, and I get certified and I have the best weekend of my life. I'm so psyched. And I walk out with the piece of paper in my hand and I'm like, yes, I'm a trainer. I'm a coach. I'm going to start my business. <laughs> And the very next day I like wake up and I look at my paper and I'm like, yes, I have a business. Now what do I do? And like instantly I was like, oh, this, this is great. And how the F do I get an effing client? I have no effing idea. So I spent that first year in my business trying to figure out how to get an effing client. Um, And what was amazing is that I tried everything under the sun. I bought all the blueprints and all the formulas and all the systems and all the things that there was a course that said you can have X result by doing Y. Then I bought it and I tested it out and I tried it and I like threw my everything into it. And, um, is that, is, I, I, and I kind of am imagining that your listeners, maybe some of them are like, I know that feeling. Um, Netta, did you ever do that? Like buy a whole bunch of like, you were like, Oh yes, I can add a bunch of people to my list or I can make $10,000 a month or whatever. hundred percent. The first year as well, right? It's like we just grab anything that we can get onto that we think is going to, you know, progress us. <laughs> totally, totally. So I bought them, I bought all the things, all the, all the, all the, all the, all the things. And I tried all the, all the, all the, all the, all the, all the things and hated almost all the, all the, all the, all the things. Um, but what was amazing is that number one, I made 60 whole dollars in revenue. 
revenue, not profit that year, 60 whole dollars. And what was awesome about it is that because I invested in all these things and tried them all out, it made me like, it gave me this amazing, amazing, amazing aptitude for marketing. Right. And so I like got to know all the different tactics and like understand all these different nuances and things and, um, and trying to like sell myself as a, as a coach and, um, couldn't sell myself as a coach because I'd try something. I'd like put my all into it. I hustle, 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 work so hard, 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 and hated every minute of it. Like somebody would say, you write a 65 email nurture campaign, you know, like have all these emails and a three video opt-in sequence and all the things, right? Here's the stuff that you should do because that's the blueprint. That's the formula that you bought. And so I'd try, but then I'd be like, but I, I hate writing all these emails. This is the worst. I feel so icky. I'm like trying to fit myself into this, you know, this, this script and I don't like it. It doesn't sound like me, but I'm going to do it because this person said that if I do it, then I'm going to get that result. I want that result. So let me go do it. And so that's when I realized that I was hustling. Like I I spent that whole year hustling to make nothing, like nothing, literally like $60. And that's not, you know, that's revenue. That's not like anything to account for all the money that I invested. And so well, while I say nothing, the word nothing, I'm using air quotes here that you can't see. What I did get was this amazing education in all these ways that you can market yourself and all the ways that you might not want to market yourself. For me, it was like all the ways not to. I finally found a rhythm after, by the way, I had some friends tell me that, um, that just being like a standard life coach didn't make sense that I had this great GPS brain that I should be using to help people with strategy, marketing strategy, business strategy. And I was like, wait, not everybody had brain that's these maps what do you need and they were like no not at all and so um I pivoted my business and then found my simple system like the way that actually worked for me to find clients and then everything shifted from there wow okay so then I'm going to ask the golden question is you know how do you have a hustle-free business and still get results how how are you making that happen and I'm sure that our audience is like okay well tell me the secret then what's what's happening (laughs) so what are what are the what are the what's the secret I guess yeah so the secret is and um I think I I think I alluded to this in some of the the notes that I might have sent you prior to the call the secret is that you are your best strategy I say this all the time you are your best strategy right and so like every time we buy a blueprint or a formula or, you know, somebody else's system, it was, it's, it's definitely something that could work, right? It absolutely is something that could work. And I know lots of people that have bought things and they've hustled their asses off and they've made it work, right? They've gotten the result that they wanted. Didn't really work for me because I would hit resistance every time I try something that wasn't infused with me or made by me for me, but you know, it can work, right? If you want to hustle, but if you don't want to hustle, then what you probably need is like a simple system that actually works for you because it's made by you with you in mind. So that's not to say that like somebody who says you can, you know, create a six figure a month business by following this system. Like they're, they're not, it's not like they're lying. It's not like they're, they're trying to put one over on you. They genuinely know that that's true because it worked for them. Right. Right. But that doesn't mean that you're built like they are. You don't have the same values that they do. Your business isn't, you know, built around the same foundation that theirs is. And so trying to fit yourself into that same box, you're like, you know, the square peg in the round hole, right? And, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. So when you can find the things that do work for you, right? Like decide these are the things that would actually be fun for me to do. These are the things that I would actually enjoy doing. These are the things that have worked in the past. 
Maybe it's something that seems completely off the wall and like backwards and crazy. And somebody might say, what are you thinking for doing that? But being okay with it because it actually works. Like that's what it looks like. So I have, I'll give you an example. Would you like an example? Would that be helpful? Yeah, go ahead. So I have a client who is a, um, she's a stylist, right? So she helps women to like edit all the things out of their closet that they don't need and to, you know, find the things that make them feel amazing. So that when they walk around in the world, they can be like, I rock, I'm the most amazing person in the world. And all her clients are entrepreneurs. So that's like a really helpful quality to have, right? You like walk into an event and you're like, I'm amazing. And you know, then you're more confident you can get more clients. It's like this amazing hack in your wardrobe, right? To be able to do that. And so she was in the same boat. She was like trying all the tactics. She's like, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm doing this. I've got the email newsletter list. I wrote the book. I did the thing. I did all the things. I go to the events. Blah, 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 blah. She was like, it was exhausting. The amount of work she was putting in. And she was getting no results because none of it was really felt like her. And so when we worked together, we like uncovered what the, you know, what some of the tactics were that would feel good, that would feel like her, that would give her the opportunity to actually like be efficient. By the way, that's the other thing. Like take action as close to the result as you can get so you can be efficient. That is like the best. That's the best way not to hustle. So we found the most efficient ways for her, which for her looked like, hey, I have friends who love inviting me over and like bringing their girlfriends over and we host these parties and I just talk about like, here's something seasonal that you could throw into your wardrobe that you didn't know about, or like bring your, you know, your, the, the one item in your wardrobe that you wish you were wearing and you can't understand why you don't wear it. It's like that thing just sits there and you're like, I don't have any place to wear this thing. What do I do with it? And we'll find a way for you to wear it or whatever. And she'd do these workshops in her friend's houses and for free, right? And she'd just add value. And then the women that were there, She'd be like, by the way, do you have friends? Do you want to do something like this in your house? I could totally do it for you. She'd set up more workshops and then like one or two people like invariably would become a client from these workshops. She'd just like show up, add a bunch of value, say, hey, by the way, this is what I do. I can come into your closet. I can eliminate the stuff that doesn't work. We can fill it with things that do work. You'll never have buyer's remorse again. And every time you leave the house, you're going to feel amazing about the way you look. If you want to talk about it, we can hop on a call. And oh, by the way, here's more, 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 more value. Right. And so she just like creates this whole process. That's so, so fun because she gets to go and like have cheese and strawberries and champagne and talk about the things that she loves and help these women look amazing and offer them great, great value and then get clients from it. And so she like loves, loves, loves it, loves it, loves it. Does that answer your question? I hope. Yeah, <laughs> I no, it does. And, it, and it's interesting that you say that because when I was um, first starting the process of a, of a confidence coach, you know, I did the same thing. I read all those blueprints in the books and stuff. And I started doing what I was reading and I did not feel good about it. And not only did I not feel good about it, but I wasn't landing any clients because <laughs> it wasn't me. Right. So I wasn't putting my best foot forward. And I, and, and, you know, similar to you, I had that epiphany that just that moment where I just said, this is not me. Like I just have to do me. I got to, I got to do what feels good. And I threw out everything. I threw out all the blueprints that I had read that, you know, didn't, weren't aligned with me. And I remember that client where I just picked up the phone and I was like, I'm just going to give. And I, cause that's me. I just want to give and serve. And instant within four minutes, I landed $6,000 in four minutes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, all right, this is, this is the way right? to do it. This just be one. you. It's amazing. I love that story. I love that. Just do you, right? You are your best strategy. Yeah. Like every, anytime, here, and here's like a little hack, right? Anytime you find yourself going, I should do this, that should word, man. It's like the first key that you're not doing you, 
right? Because there's nothing that we should do in order to be ourselves. We just be, like, we just be ourselves, right? Right. Crazy. 100%. Crazy, crazy. 100%. So where do we go after that? Once we realize or we start to kind of formulate, you know, what our strategy is that works best for us. I mean, obviously we start to implement it from there, but how do we, you know, again, how do we, how do we do it while maintaining the fun and not overworking to the point where we don't like it anymore because we're just hustling constantly? Yeah, so it's it's such a mind game. Like, this is the thing. It's just mastering the mind game is really what it comes down to. It's kind of crazy, right? You think as a marketing strategist, like, all we're going to do together is, you know, decide what your marketing strategy is going to be. You're going to go on on Facebook and do ads. You're going to, you know, like leverage your list. You're going to go to events and network, like whatever the tactics are, right? It, it seems like it's just very tactical, but in the end, the, the tactic is like, is like 10% of what gets you across the goal line. What it really comes down to is the mental game of like being able to, to stay in it and stay with it. And so, so much of what I do with my clients is figure out things like what are the results that you want to create? So things like the metrics, right? Like you want to generate, you know, $20,000 a month in your business or something like that. Great. That's a, that's a metric. You want to add 10,000 people to your list this year. Great. That's a metric. We can track it. And that's awesome because it lets us know that we're on the right track. But the thing like underneath it all that keeps us getting up in the morning, that keeps us taking consistent action, that keeps us from falling off the wagon or from going and hiding in our bed and, you know, watching big little lies reruns all day, every day because it's the best show ever, right? Like, the thing that keeps us on the track and moving on the track is the result that matters. It's the, it's the reason why you want to make $20,000 a month. It's the reason why you want to add 10,000 people to your list. And so that's the, like, that's the real motivator. Like, why does that matter? What's possible for you, for your family, for the world when you're making $20,000 a month? What does it say about the movement that you're creating? When you've got 10,000 people on your list, who gives a, I don't know if I can curse, but who gives a whatever? Yeah, be just be about, you. <laughs> okay, great. Who gives a shit about 10,000 people on your list if it's just a number, right? But if 10,000 people on your list means, number one, that your movement is getting traction, that you're actually reaching people, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And number two, that you're poised for more opportunities to like do JVs and get your message out in front of bigger and, and more broad audiences to get your movement forward, right? Like those are the things that really matter, right? $20,000 a month. What does that mean? It means that you're helping four amazing clients every month. It means that four more amazing clients every month, every single time you reach that goal, it means that you're providing for your family in a way that's different. It means that your spouse can quit their job and be home with your children. It means that you get to travel to exotic places and, and, you know, live the life that you've always desired. That's the thing, right? That's the thing that gets us up in the morning. And, and so one of the things that I really drive home with my clients is understanding those whys and tracking it back to a mission that's bigger than us. I talk a lot about epic mission. I talk about it in the book. I give some tactics for how to figure it out in my book. And one of the, and I think that that like to me, right? So for me, let me, let me give you an example for me. My epic mission is that I get to be the inspiration of what's possible for everybody in my community so that they can see, right? Everybody can see it. I can do it. Shit. You can do it. Totally. Oh my gosh. Let me do it first so that you can see that it's possible for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And when that's happening, like, because my community is entrepreneurs. When that's happening, when entrepreneurs can see, hey, if Amy can do it, I can do it. When when they can do it, that in quotes, again, you can do it, it means that your business is succeeding. And when your business is succeeding, succeeding, it means that you're changing people's lives. When
when you're changing people's lives, you get to change the world, right? So then I get to be the five-year-old with lemonade stand saying, wow, now I know how I get to change the world. I don't have to be overwhelmed by it. I actually can create this ripple. And that is what's the most amazing thing about what I get to do. And that is what gets me up in the morning because I get to be this example of what's possible for everybody in my world. Especially my daughter, right? Who we keep kind of hearing in the background here, right? My daughter. Oh my gosh. And that gets me up in the morning. Anytime I'm feeling like I don't want to have another sales conversation or I just don't feel like putting another offer out today or, oh, I just, I'm not feeling it. Like it removes the idea that, that there's hustle, right? We've already removed the hustle, by the way, because the tactics and the things that we're doing are all things that are in alignment with, with who we are and what we do. But it allows us to actually stay on track and say, I remember why. I remember why. I remember why this is important. It's for them. It's for them. It's for them. And so that to me is like the, is like all the next steps are really like, how do we just remember that it's, it's for them. It's for somebody else. There's some, there's some bigger, more important reason that keeps me moving and reminds me that this work is important every day. And I think you mentioned, you mentioned it uh, just a second ago about, you know, sometimes you do have those days and, you know, everybody does, whether you're an entrepreneur or you, you know, you're just working a normal nine to five job where you don't want to do it. You don't want to get out of bed or you're too tired or you don't feel like making that phone call. So, and I know you talk about how, you know, once you find your result that you just, you have to kind of keep that consistency. So how, how do you do that so that you get those results that will follow? Or I guess another question is, is, you know, how, you know, how long, how do you be patient with yourself? I guess is the big question. You know, how do you maintain that patience through this process? Yeah, that's a great question. Cause I think it's really easy to a place where we beat ourselves up for not doing enough or not. Act, taking up action or whatever. And so for me, it's a couple of things. So, uh, you know, I think a lot about the idea that, um, that like when, when it comes to, um, to taking action, right? Like when it comes to, um, to feeling like we're up for it, right? Like I'm going to either do it or not do it. There's, there's spirit resistance and then there's, um, there's fear-based resistance, right? And so typically, like if we've gotten past the hustle point, right, then anything else that we're dealing with is going to be fear-based resistance because we've determined what the activities are that actually work for us. And anytime we're going to go do them, it's because we're like in this, oh, I'm afraid of actually growing and actually doing the thing and actually achieving what I'm here to achieve. Holy shit, that's a lot of pressure. Oh my God, there's all this potential around me and I don't think I can manage it. When we're in, whoops, when we're in spirit resistance, it's because like that's where the hustle comes from because we're like, this doesn't feel like me at all. I don't want to do this. I'm not interested. I can't, like, I can't fathom the idea of trying to write a 65 email nurture sequence. I'm just not interested at all. And so when we can like discern between those two types of resistance, when it's like, this is so not me, I'm not interested in that at all. If I do it, it's hustling. Or this kind of makes me want to vomit. I a little bit want to puke at the idea of doing this because there's big time growth on the other side of it. And it means that I have to actually be big and like show up and do this thing. Oh my God. Then like go and vomit. Right. I have made a practice of deciding that uncomfortable is my new comfort zone because, Mm -hmm. Oh my God. What's crazy is that we think like when we're in that fear-based resistance place, are you, do you know what I'm talking about? Right. Like that feeling of like, Oh, it just kind of makes me want to vomit the idea of like having to ask somebody to give me money for what I do. Of and that I'm somehow valuable. Is oh, that, yes. does that oh, yeah. resonate for you at all? Oh yeah. Right at the edge of my comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And so like we, we hang out in that space and we're like, Oh, this feels terrible. So let me just 
I'll go and I'll hide out and I'll watch Big Little Eyes and that's great. And so sometimes that, that is great. Sometimes we should just honor that and just say like, I, I am okay. Like it's okay to, to like make a conscious choice to go and sit on the couch for an entire day and watch Big Little Lies. Like be conscious of it and, and like say that it's okay and know that you're not going to beat yourself up afterwards for making that choice. But otherwise, if we can just decide that we're actually more comfortable being uncomfortable because the comfort that we think we're existing in, right? Where we're in the place where we're like, oh, I'm scared. I'm not going to do the thing because I just can't manage the potential of it all. That place is actually way, way, way more uncomfortable than Mm. we will ever, ever realize, right? Like if we can just decide, okay, I don't know. I remember. I don't remember now. It's way more uncomfortable to resist the growth than it is to just do it. Right. Then like, then we can do the things. And we can do it gently and effectively and, and still love ourselves in the process. But it's this, again, it's this mind game. Like we have to, we have to constantly trick ourselves and remind ourselves and, you know, have practices in place and, and, and be paying attention, like being intentional and paying attention to our, our thoughts and, and, and how we show up. It's crazy. It's, I keep coming back to this idea that it's crazy that I, that I say, like, I help with marketing strategy. And yet so much of it is just, is like, how do we actually do the activities and have them be effective because we're like, we're actually invested. We're actually doing the thing we're getting out of our own way and we're doing it. Mm. Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. You, you know, the information that you gave us and your passion is just invaluable. And it's been an honor to have you on the show. I'd love to jump into the power section of our interview. Can you please tell us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? There are so many, it's so hard for me to narrow it down. And if you'd asked me this question last week, I would have given you a different answer. But I started over the weekend, a, um, a client recommended a book called The Game of Life by Florence Scovel Shin that is like changing my life. And it's not like any of the things that she's sharing are new um, or revolutionary, but the way that she's presenting the information, and I guess the timing for me, it's just kind of perfect. But it's just an awesome book about um, how, how powerful our words are and how they can dictate what our life becomes. Um, and it was written in like 1925 or something like that, which is crazy. It's like along the lines of, you know, think and grow rich or the science of getting rich, but it's written by a woman too, which I think is amazing. Wow. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? Oh, I'm most proud of becoming a mama. Because, you know, like I mentioned before, everything that I do, my epic mission, all of that is to be this inspiration for others to see that anything's possible. And all of the results that I generate come from this place, but it all starts with my daughter. And so the fact that I've been able to build this business in such a way that allows me to be home with her uh, every day and spend time with her and be an inspiration and an example for her, um, that's the best thing literally ever in my whole lifetime. And are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life? Maybe something that you do every morning or a daily routine? Definitely. So I have a morning routine. Um, I think, you know, and I think this is just something that, you know, all entrepreneurs that, that generate success will say that they do, or at least most of them do, um, is having some sort of a routine like this. So, uh, a morning routine where I, um, I take time to meditate. I do some journaling. And then what I, what I love is that, um, when I get in the shower, I have, a, I have this product called Aquanotes and it's like, you can write things in the shower. And so I use that time in the shower as effectively as I can to like ideate and to get things out of my head and like write down my to-do list and to like be really specific with that time. Um, so that I know that like, 
um, that I actually can get those ideas out and not forget about them later because we, we always have ideas in our head and they always come out in the shower for some reason. So, um, so that's part of it. Uh, and then, um, and then again, spending time being as intentional as possible all day long to pay attention to what my thoughts are, to make sure that I'm um, constantly moving forward and, and not uh, giving into the resistance and the fear. And finally, the last question is, I like to call it the golden nugget. So something that we didn't get a chance to say or share with the audience that you want to leave us with. Yeah, this is, so here's the thing, right? As, as far as creating success and results in our business go, the, the magic nothing, the golden nugget, like the, the biggest re- reminder for everybody beyond find your way, right? You are your best strategy, find your way, is that once you've found your simple system for results, the way that's yours, go do it and do it consistently. Don't stop. It's a total numbers game. It, like make offers, talk to people, don't stop. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, and do it consistently. And you absolutely can't fail. Amy, thank you again so much for joining us. How do we support you? How do we connect with you and, and get a hold of you if our audience is wanting to? And I know you you have a book as well for our audience, and that's great. So we'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super psyched. Um, I would love, love, love to give a free copy of my book away to all of your listeners. You guys can go to hustlefreebusiness.com slash rise up. To grab that. Uh, it's a free download and I would love for you guys to have it. Um, again, it's the hustle free business, a simple seven step plan to grow, get results, and have fun. And so many of the things that we talked about today, um, are more detail in the book. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of me really is go to hustlefreebusiness.com slash rise up and you'll, um, be able to grab the book and, um, keep in touch with me there for sure. And if anybody has any questions or anything, like if something sparked something from this interview today, you can actually email me too. I'd be, I'd love, love, love to hear any takeaways or answer any questions. You can, uh, write to me at dear ninja at amyburks.com. Wonderful. Thank you again so much for joining us today, Amy. Thank you. None of this was super fun. I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. If so, please share it with your friends and your family. You can post it on social media and just help us spread the word. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, you can head over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and let us know how we're doing. You can leave us a review and a rating of the podcast because we would love to know how we're doing and we want your help to be better. Plus, this really is one of the best ways to support our podcast Rise Up for you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Podcast Directory, Blueberry, and of course, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you can check out all of the show notes and listen to the podcasts on the website. Thank you again for tuning in to Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.